and welcome to the 29th episode of the Don't Lose Red podcast. So we're we're one episode from uh, mid podcast crisis. <laughs> the holy number thirty. Uh, I'm Nicholas, and this is my what? co-host, as you've heard. I, I no, preempted no. myself as usual. usual. That's common though <laughs> among males. So uh, my name is Morton. <laughs> It's a common problem. God damn it. I said my name too fast. Yeah, you're you're just too hot. I can I can hold it in. <laughs> All right. So uh this episode will be mainly about uh about Terra. We're closing on on Terra. The siege approaches. And then we're going to talk a bit about funding our resin addiction. Yeah, yeah, how to sell your body to get the most <laughs> Plastic or something. Uh, but first, we're gonna do a bit of an intro. Yeah, as usual. Oh yeah. Just get get some things out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> clear. You need to clear the air. <laughs> uh, all right. So first of all, uh, have you been doing anything in the hobby? This last um. Week? Yeah. Started uh, ever so slightly painting some ultramarines again, but uh, right. it was just. Just uh, had a nice uh, painting night uh, with uh, my friend Leon, the, right. the Thousand Sons guy. So I just went home to his place and sat and painted a bit together, which was nice. And he, he had these uh, advanced like, uh, goals set up. He, he's working on a storm eagle and he's like, it has to be finished by next weekend or something. You know? <laughs> and this is the plan. I have to do this and this and this. And I go, whoa, okay. I, and you're like, uh, I've been painting these ultramarines for the last <laughs> six months. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah, it's been so long now since the course. Uh, <laughs> I should be ashamed. I was doing some rivets and stuff, and that took ages. But it was good. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, yeah. Uh, I should break you for your slow progress, but like, I'm not doing any faster on my Sons of Horus. <laughs> <sighs> I'm, still, I'm still, like, considering if I should get away the paint or not i got a, a a tip like how do you get rid of paint by the way if you need to strip something do you use tea red the alcohol thing yes i do okay which i did I on these, these the squad that i fucked up and like that's one of the reasons i haven't continued because i yeah. redid them now like the, yeah. to the same stage as the other guys but now they're a different shade of green and oh, yeah. It bothers me so much. Oh, really? Well, why is that? Did you just do different pre-shading and stuff? or? Yeah, just small differences in yeah. how you do it from the start. Well, but are they going to be the same squad, though? Or no, two different not. squads? So, uh... Yeah, like I know that they're going to be different later, but it still bothers me so much that they <laughs> look different. Yeah, but also I, I think... You might see it now, but then when you put on weathering and all the other metal details yeah. and stuff, I think that'll go away more and more. Yeah, that's like what I'm what I keep telling myself. And then I like yeah. keep telling myself one one step at a time. So yesterday I just painted black on everything. Yeah. And like did did at least something. Mm-hmm. Just try and progress. <laughs> I never really had a problem with motivation before, but now it's just I used to look at those dudes that I, they were already 100% finished and I f***ed them up. <laughs> it's 
so annoying. Yeah, uh, how are you gonna do with the varnish step? Are you just gonna skip it now, or no? I mean, um, I have tried to try. Or... Yeah, try it on the like one or something. Yeah, and see that it works, or on something different before or first. Uh... <laughs> Scary stuff. Yeah, I also got some gestarians uh, from Frederick when he was here. Maybe I said that before. Yeah, but have you started building them or something? Uh, no, but okay. I found a perfect head for the squad leader. Okay. A, like a bare Chaos Space Marine head that had oh. a top knot, but I took the top knot off to put on some other systems of horse, dude. Yeah. But it fits perfectly like in the Terminator. Oh, in the little body. hole. Yeah. Are they, they're in Cataphracty armor, right? Yeah. So did you have to cut off his chin or something? No, or? it fits perfectly. That's the oh, thing. whoa, that's cool. And uh, oh wait, but so are mean? It's perfect. Yeah, maybe they are different though, right? Because they have don't the Justerian heads look kind of like Mark IV heads? Yes, they do. So so there is like a little dent or something in there, like a little. Uh... Yeah, like you don't put another piece on like the plastic ones. It's just a. Yeah. Whole... No. Yeah, I mean the other cataphract you have like these. The heads are. I mean, oh, yeah, where you put like heads half. is like a flat surface yeah. so the heads are like cutting half sort of but that's yeah. not the case yeah. then no they're actual heads oh nice nice i actually started building a few uh, custodies <laughs> okay yeah no because i have i have five from the box you know the the prospero box yeah and i thought ah oh, what if i just build those five like have a couple of spear guys and some kind of leader and just use them as a very small allied detachment for my ultramarines to get uh, to get up some points just just in the beginning like a fun thing uh i also thought it would be kind of cool to paint them gold but have all the red details blue instead to match yeah. the ultramarines i think that could look really sweet yeah and i don't think it would be too whack if i take like the most basic uh hq and then like three or four You'll spear guys put your stuff on a table and everyone will be like oh <laughs> yeah i'm not sure if i'm going to use them at bigger points it's just for fun now and it would be fun to paint also i think so we'll see about what happens um uh yeah uh, no no painting on the uh, your fleet battlefield gothic no uh, the, this fucking metal ship is so fucking massive <laughs> like the stem of the flying base uh, it was broken. So oh. I tried to, to glue it together with like Cosmos Kister and super, super glue and clean yeah. everything, but it just wouldn't work. It, like, even <laughs> if I put it there overnight, it just broke the day after. <laughs> took it off its holding. It's just so fucking massive. Do you need to drill like a new hole or something to put it in? Or Yeah. Oh. Uh, but I filed off the chaos icons of it. Okay. Did that work good? Yeah, it just yeah. feels really scary to like ruin <laughs> like a, an outer print model. <gasps> There's Ooh. only a finite amount of these left. People in black suits will show up at your outside. We heard there was some desecration going on in here. <laughs> uh, but I love these chaos ships. They look so fucking brutal. Yeah. And these look ancient yeah it's perfect yeah 
there is sort of like flattened from both the top and bottom right, isn't it? Yeah. The imperial ships are more flattened from the sides with the ram in the front. I mean. Yeah, the, the imperial ships are more like uh, the what was it called? Like squares, drawn out squares. Well, the the chaos ships are more like arrowheads, kind of. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they look they look faster. <laughs> yeah, they are pretty fast as well. Yeah, they're faster than imperial ships in general. Nice. Yeah, it's a cool. It's a yeah, cool they're, stuff. They're awesome. So, I just yeah, forward to painting those. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be cool. I was just looking for some new stuff. I don't know. I think that. Telemon Dreadnought got some new scary weapon, but oh, yeah. I mean, not as if it wasn't scary enough before. <laughs> and then you can also buy some Tau shit, some Tau flyers. Although I started looking at like, hmm, what about like the small Tau drones? Could they be used for Gothic or something? I just, you know, like, could they be converted to some fighter? But I think they just look too alien and they're probably too big also. <laughs> yeah, still trying to find sh shortcuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, but I'm, I'm just looking for conversion opportunities. <laughs> uh, I also got, I opened the, like the, the small ships, the escorts, the chaos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But like they're, they all look different. <laughs> like they're, they're not standard. <laughs> There's three of them, but they all look like different with yeah. the sides and the bridges and shit. Hmm. So they don't really look like something a standardized Navy would build. Okay. <clears throat> what about, I mean, for Epic, do they make small uh, Dreadclaws for that? No, but I saw some company that made them. Yeah? Like some, there is probably some extra, as you said, like some third part company or something that's, yeah. I feel like I've seen very small uh, Dreadclaws somewhere for Epic. Yeah. I mean, that would be cool to make uh, boarding torpedoes or something out of them. Yeah. Looks sweet. Uh, totally that's worth sweet. Totally. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, for the, the Sons of Wars and your Ultramarine huh? stuff, like how much Ultramarine stuff do you have? Are you, are you, we need to set a goal, Morten. I mean, okay, my goal is Lincoln because Lincoln yes. is going to be uh, Centurion, right? Yes, mine too. So, so for that, I'm going to have a list. I'll... Although, I don't know. Do we know how many points Lincoln will, will be? 1,500 is what I've heard. Oh, that's not much. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be able to do that. Uh, I actually ordered some more stuff. I ordered some jet bikes. All right. For my cavalry. Yes. <laughs> and I have, I have 20... Maximus Decimus. The... Meridius. <laughs> Father to a murdered son. Husband to a murdered wife. <laughs> <laughs> or so, I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I already have twenty breachers, uh, almost done. I th five <laughs> of them are done, I think. More or less. You still have goblin green I've base. No, no, I started on the some desert themed base, <laughs> and then I'm gonna have some uh, jet bikes of that, and I have one rapier so far that I haven't assembled even. But I mean, I think I could 1,500 points. That, okay, that's, that's a goal. That's my goal. How about you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I have like 1,250. And with these Darians, I think I actually need to take something out to fit them. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
but uh, yeah, I have fifteen hundred. Uh, yeah, but not painted. <laughs> I had like two hundred fifty points. Like uh, this, I don't know why I keep doing this, but I just bring shitty stuff to Varangian events. So probably I'm gonna <laughs> get fucking laughed at again. No, bringing fucking Sons of Horus Reavers. Like the most expensive <laughs> unit there is. Even worse than the immortals, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, oh, they're so cool. Why? Like Why? Seven man squad with jump packs is like three hundred and ten points. Oh shit! Why do they make them so expensive in points? I mean, they're so cool. You want to see more of them? Oh. Yeah. And there's Damn. so many limitations to the right award to take them as true. So, like, if you don't take them as true, they're fast attack, but they're they don't even have uh, uh, implacable advance. Ah, so you have to play this right of war, and then yeah. you have to take three of them minimum. And then you also have to take a master signal for some reason, and then you can't have more heavy support than fast attack. Ah. There are so many limitations to taking this shitty, shitty troop option. Yeah, but yeah. they're so fucking cool. Like these small squads with jump packs and fucking bolters and commie bolters. Mm-hmm. That's it's cool. It's gonna look sweet, and I think for Centurion it could probably work well, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think. yeah. They have fucking jump packs and they have outflank, which is awesome. Oh yeah, that's that as well. Just walking on twelve inches from the side and then with combi weapons—that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, that's pretty dangerous. And uh, speaking of that, I actually got a request from uh, one of the Svensson brothers. Uh, who said that? Uh, well, there. I think Avarii, the last one, might be Centurion, right? Yes, I think Caleb talked about that. Yeah, and then number. and then uh, uh, Lincoln will be Centurion. So he he suggested that we should try to invite Tim again because he he was there part of event inventing the Centurion mode, right? Yeah. So it would be cool to just talk a bit about. And he also has some experience, like, well, oh, what's good to bring? What's not good good to bring? Or how does it play? What can you bring? What can you not bring? Or yeah, what's the idea behind it and stuff like that? So we, yeah, yeah. you have been requested. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Uh, I might have to go on. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll make an exchange. We'll make an exchange. <laughs> I'll sell my soul. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what we've been. Yeah, but that that, that segues well into the upcoming Varangian Heresy series, right? Yes. Speaking of Linkon. Yeah, uh, Linkon is going to be the first of the next year's event series. Yeah. Uh, and I have the pamphlet here, which they made. Mm-hmm. After that, it's going to be Fields of Megara. Megara? Margareta. So that's going to be the Second and third of June, and this is the the tank, the tank event that I talked about before. Yeah, so you're hard on, have a hard on for that one. <laughs> so Freddie is a bit mad at me for giving out the wrong information. Apparently, I don't okay. even remember exactly what I said. Mm-hmm. That was wrong. Uh, but when I talked to him, it sounded like he wasn't a hundred percent set on what the game was would be and stuff. But okay. apparently. Uh, there will be three modes. Uh, oh. Tanks only, tanks and some skimmers and spearhead units, and all at war any vehicle goes. Oh, okay. That's interesting. So, 
Uh, you're dead to me, all those fucking men. <laughs> see what he wrote. Uh, okay. So first, 1500 and 1500 versus two other people with 1500, 1500. Okay. So it's going to be two versus two all the way. Yeah, that makes sense with the amount of table and stuff, I guess. Yeah. And then next game mode will be uh, like 4,000 points versus 4,000 each. Yeah. And then uh, 4,000 points versus 4,000 points. Or no. Yeah, I think so. Or maybe it's more. It didn't give the points for like uh -huh. all out war and anything else. Okay. okay. Will, will it be played on uh, six by eights or yes. six by fours? It will. Oh, six nice. By eights. Nice. So I think that's the main thing that got pissed over me saying that it might be six by fours. <laughs> so he wrote, so in the narrative, you have, you have both fast moving spirit forces roaming in front of the columns and it goes over to the tank battle and last the rest of the vehicle catch up and the forces call in air support and stuff as it escalates. So you actually made three different like army lists for this. Damn. Mm. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Eight. Uh, <laughs> but like all of them will include the regular marine tanks like Predators and Sikorans and I think Land Raiders. Mm -hmm. I remember all of them. But like the first one will have skimmers and shit. And the last one will have uh, artillery units, I think. Mm -hmm. Will you play it with your iron hands? Of course. Or make, an, make a new legion. <laughs> Nah. Might have some new tips by then as well. Oh, yeah, that's Um Yeah, so that's the, the fields of Megara. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they have an event. Trebisond. Trebisond. Uh, Forges of Khalid, Khaldia. With Khalifa. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, this is, I thought it was, they wrote like, uh, oh, is that the one? Yeah. This event will be centered around regular narrative standard battles. Uh, so I asked for you, like, so is that the, the standard event that you're going to be running? And then he said, there will be no fucking standard event. <laughs> what do you want? Like. Uh, melan milk or cocaine? <laughs> Holy shit! So, so there will be some crazy shit there as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, here, nothing regular next year. Do you want melan middle milk heresy or a insane fucking mega epic cocaine heresy? <laughs> Translated from Swedish, though. Um, yeah, so that's the gonna be in. God damn, this pamphlet. That's gonna be oh. like replacing Scorpius. So I think that okay. was. They haven't announced the date, but I think Scorpius this year was in August. Mm -hmm. But the hobby camp is gonna be in August. Ah, so so this so, might be before that, or I don't know. They haven't announced it yet. Okay, and then of course the hobby camp. Ooh, this is the one I'm most excited about. Yeah, like, did you listen to the latest uh, iHorse from their MK? Yeah, yeah, shit, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's nice hearing the 
Henry and Matty and yeah, the familiar voices. I I got nervous today. Oh, sorry, Matt. Sorry, Matt. I I gotta have to finish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'm lacking behind. And then Henry just, oh, it's okay. Don't worry. That looks fine. <laughs> Good cop, bad cop. Yeah, it's like when when I uh, when I knew I painted something nice. Mm-hmm. And went over to Henry and said, like, hey, what do you think of this? And he said, yeah, it looks good. But then mm-hmm. I, when I painted something, I knew that maybe I could improve this a bit. Then I went to Matt and he's like, fix this. Do this better. <laughs> <laughs> so you knew. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have a good. They're a good team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although for this, uh, for the hobby camp, it, it's going to be Henry and Andy Wardle, right? Yeah. 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 I think so. Mixing things up a bit. <laughs> um, so that's going to be in August. Yeah. Uh, and then Scandus is replaced by Sicha Vicentia. <gasps> it will still be Scandus Gred in our hearts. <laughs> Never forget. Uh, yeah, so this is going to be like an epic seed. Which side has lost during the year. Yeah. They're going to be defending. So uh, get set for traders defending. <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> oh, uh, maybe I'll be able to switch to the loyalist side though. Bring the loyalist down. <laughs> uh, so that's the the Varangian events here, Smith. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's a good. It's a lot of stuff planned, and then we we're gonna have to have others like yeah, shout out some others as well. I mean. Avaria is yeah. probably going to be strong as well next year. Yeah, uh, but you can pretty much say straight out that one event each quarter of the year. Yeah, yeah. And then um, the guys on the West Coast will have Gothcon it is mm-hmm. at Easter and BSK, which is coming up now in uh, November. Yeah. How soon is is it like next weekend or one more? Uh, one more. Not this one weekend, more. but the one after. Okay. And then they have a bunch of events in Burgos as well. Yeah, they're they're running this Nellyx or something yeah. uh, series. And you've been to one of them or something, or yes, yeah, yeah. Right, totally smashed dicks with my mouthers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when suddenly it's like, oh, is this a harsh list now? I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> such a difference in different parts of Sweden. Yeah. Oh, get there. Stockholm, I get stepped on. And here I just clean house. <laughs> Got to go to these smaller events just to feel better. Like, ah, oh, yeah, I won. <laughs> yeah, we just started out heresy. Oh, cool! I can join. Here's my list. Yeah, like I thought about fucking when I went to to Jens event. When I was like, oh, these guys are they just started out. And it's their first event, and they play like a thousand points. And then I'm I got there. Race. Fucking red butchers and Spartans and armored breakthrough lists. So what the <laughs> fuck? I brought like uh, foot slogging Medusa and Immortals. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, they they knew they knew they had to start tough. <laughs> and this country gotta be tough. Mm. Uh, yeah. So uh, no more events though no so what are we talking about now uh we're gonna talk about the siege of terror i I believe but uh do you have a nice song to get people stoked like some some epic 
epic shit. Yeah, let's go for a quick break and we'll be right back. Yeah. people kind of noticed or the, the timeline of 30k the game 
I mean, it's a, like it's already history. It's set in stone. In fictive, this fictive universe. But the game is kind of moving towards the Siege of Terror now. Yeah. Because like the latest, latest novels have been set in or around Terra, Return of Dorn, and Master of Mankind. Yeah. And like the latest books, but before book seven, that's kind of been like before Terra, like the the road to Terra. Yeah. Uh, so like soon, sooner or later, they're gonna release books for for the Siege of Terra. Which, like, what do you think will be? How many books will be? I think. Be uh, I mean, three book. Did, did you listen to the interview with the with Gav Gav Thorpe with on the Eye of Horus? They had him on a couple of episodes ago, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I and so they discussed the the novels, their part, and they said that they were going to make a real push towards Terra now, because yeah. I think I feel also that they've been like, ah, what's the you know, there's no red thread anymore. It's like, oh, some are fighting here, some are fighting here. Some are cool stories, some stories are not so cool. But then like, oh, okay, now we need to focus. Like, is this going to happen soon? I mean, is it... <laughs> and then I, so and with, with the Black Books, we know that Angelus is coming up. Other than that, what do you feel that you would need to see before the Siege of Terra? It's like uh, Talarn, something like that. Some big battles that happened or... Yeah. Uh... The thing is, like before, before the the whole uh, series came out, yeah, like the the main things that happened in the heresy was the burning of Prospero, uh, Istvan, and the siege of Terra, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. After siege of Terra, uh, is when Gilliman got stabbed by Fulgrim, right? Yeah, I think so. I guess it. Yeah, probably in the aftermath. Uh... So like. I mean, the Siege of Terra is the next big thing. Yeah, so they could... Do you think they're going to stop after that? Or do you think they will do also like a book of the scouring or something? Yeah, I think. Just to have stuff like that, Gilliman fighting. I don't know. And also, do you, I wonder... Because, I mean, we want to see some witchy-poo shit also, right? Some legions turning to chaos more and more. And uh, So yeah. will that happen at Terra? Or will there be a book just before that that's like turning to chaos or I don't know so let's just go through which legions will be at the siege of terror yeah that's a that's a good part uh, tell us uh, well from the loyalists it's the blood angels imperial fists and white scars only that's pretty that's pretty rough for yeah. a lot of players that we know like maybe they will add some say that some some elements of the different yeah I, I think Fluff-wise, if you're going to play it out, you could always be like... Because if it's, if it's going to be... I hope there will be more than one book. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, like, as I said, I, I probably... A trilogy of like, black uh, books. Yeah, a trilogy or even more. Because yeah. just to fight for the, the soul system. Yeah, pretty big exactly. Deal as well. The solar and, campaign should be... In Mars. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, that's, there's a lot of stuff there. Uh, and oh, and then one book should just be like the final. Oh, wow, it's gonna be awesome. Uh, and then I mean, they can't really just say <laughs> it's got kind of oh, you're playing Ultramarines. Oh, too bad, you're you're not gonna be part of these five books. Uh, <laughs> it's just uh, making you Legion, or I mean, you yeah, could always make up. There would be well, like 
there would the, be scattered elements of all legions around there, right? It's pretty much the same with the with the Istvan. Like if you don't play Iron Hands or Salamanders or Raven Guard, yeah, you can't really play it. I mean, in it, I I feel as okay. Istvan three, I feel it's more difficult to uh, justify bringing, say, Ultramarines two, because it's. I mean, that's pretty. No, that that was a pretty. I mean, personal thing for some legions. You could always use maybe some of the cool missions from that book or something. And then Istvan five is also mm, maybe there were some. Oh, we. We sent a couple of squads over just to be, you know, hanging around. But uh, I just yeah. feel like Terra, you could always, because it's Terra. So you would have, after Istvan, after this entire heresy event, there would be scattered forces of all loyalists and they would be heading home. If they can't find their own legion, they would go there. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you, you could always do that. But if you, like, if you make a Siege of Terra event, but then you mm -hmm. say, yeah, we, you can make up your own story for your own legion. Like maybe they were there. And then yeah. if like everyone does that, then you will totally lose the whole Citra Terra feel, though. Yeah, like, it would feel a lot more dramatic if the only loyalists that were there were the Imperial Fists and Bloodings and White Scars. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Maybe with you could take allow someone to have like shattered legions from the other ones or something like. Or it's just allies, so you would have very few. I agree that the, the majority should be those uh, legions. But, uh, but it just seems a bit unfair. Like, oh, you can't play. <laughs> but okay, but yeah, yeah. And then, of course, uh, you could have... Uh, there, there's normal humans, so Solarxilla and uh, uh, Militia, Mechanicum, Titan Legions, Custodes, and Sisters of Silence. Yeah, yeah. So who? But who's attacking? Uh, the traitors, of course. The, yeah. Is it like all of them? Almost. Sons yeah. Horus, is there any legion that's not there? Death Guard, Empress Children, Thousand Sons, even. Warriors, yeah. Iron Warriors, Night Lords. I don't think we're missing any there, or uh, we're missing one. This eight. Which one? Alpha Legion. Alpha Legion. They're not on this list, but. They should be on there on both sides. <laughs> yeah, they, I think they were there. I mean, they were at least in the solar campaign. If yeah. you've read the, the book, <laughs> The Praetorian yeah. of Dorne, they're definitely in the solar system fighting. Uh, so, okay, so, so if you're a traitor, basically, it's going to be good. You're going to be allowed to fight a Terra. If you're a loyalist, uh, you're maybe not on the list. There's like a bouncer. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, you can't play at this event. Uh, <laughs> Terra is Stockholm. Yeah. I oh, but it would. Yeah. Imagine how cool because the colors, like white, red, yellow, and then the gold, they kind of go together. The, the loyalists could have a very unified theme there. Yeah. Uh, look awesome on on some terrain also. Uh, so, what we know from before, what happens in Terra, is that. Like all the traders rock up there and lay siege, and Perdurabo gets like the, the biggest hard on in history. Yeah. Finally, <laughs> I've played this on my video game simulator so many times. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, and then, like on the way there, the Death Guard gets fucked up by Nurgle, 
So uh -huh. that's when they turn into Plague Marines, pretty much. Oh, okay. Uh, and then the Empress children are like totally slanish by then. So like when everyone is laying siege to the palace, they just like rape the earth. Literally. Let's go to the Indonesian hive and just rape it. <laughs> Pretty much. So that's like that's why everyone hates the Empress children after that, like all the loyalists, because oh, okay, yeah. like they didn't even fight there. They just went to fuck shit up. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, yeah, and so we expect the... some really witchy poo stuff by this point for the yeah. traitors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. yeah like Angron is a demon. Yeah, uh, yeah. I heard something like he he, he facing off with uh, Sanguinius. You have this angel, and then you have this demon. They're staring at each other. Yeah. I read something about that. Uh, show, showdown, and then also uh, Sanguinius old. Enemy that Cabanda uh, or the the de the prime uh, the demon that he fights at, at Cygnus Prime shows up. Yeah, it's like it's time for round two. Fight. <laughs> That's gonna be cool. Some of the demons and stuff. Yeah. Um. Then like, what else can we say about the traitors? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Is this there's this thing that I think Tim brings up has brought up several times about. Uh, some piece of fluff where the world eaters are just rushing through some corridor, breaking into the palace, and there's a part where tons of these Evasor assassins are just hidden. It's like they released the entire cult. Are they called cult temples? Or the entire temple of Evasor assassins are just like, oh, <laughs> it's just these psycho killers versus psycho killers <laughs> pumped on crazy drugs and. Uh, weird machines in their heads, butcher's nails and stuff. It's just bloody as hell. So, I mean, that's also cool. You would have all the assassins fighting uh, yeah. for the for the mainly the loyalists, I guess. Yeah, all the agents. Yeah, yeah lots of agents. Left. Fuck yeah. It's going to also be really cool. Uh, and I mean, other than that, I guess it's then... There's something like the battle at the Eternity Gate or something, right? Yeah, the Eternity Gate is... Like the entrance to the Imperial Palace. Okay, so that's the final stand of the loyalist, or yeah, pretty much. So they're they're holding like the Imperial Palace is continent sized, so it's <laughs> continent sized. So they're they're defending that, uh, and from what I know from the fluff before is that the the White Scars they search out and take back the the Lion's Gate. Starport. So that's pretty much what I know. <laughs> no, but is is it so? All the loyalists kind of losing. They're like yeah, yeah, they're, pulling they're back. Super outnumbered and he's stalling for time. But as they're stalling, they know that they they will get more re reinforcements, right? Yeah. And, and if they space wolves are on their way. Okay. Is it only space wolves? Is that enough to break the siege? Or I think. That I think that's mainly the them, yeah. So so okay. So Horus knows that if if enough reinforcements show up, he will lose. Because yeah. isn't it that he he realizes that he is losing, and that's why he lowers his shield to lure the emperor onto his ship. Yeah. That's his only his last gambit. 
your your connection is a bit bad. It's my oh sorry. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's pretty much what what the plan is. Like they have to break them pretty quick, or the space will show up and fuck them up. Yeah. Don't um, divide the wolves. Yeah. I, I don't know how long they were fighting. I think they were a month or something. Yeah. Pretty long siege. Yeah. So, like, they can do so many things about this. Yeah. Like, cause, <laughs> like, Istvan was one book, and that was over in, like, a day. Yeah. And, uh, like, a week, and Istvan 5 was, like, two or three days. And this one, five is two books, right? No, I think that it's just one book. Like book one is just yeah. one, three. Yeah, that's betrayal. And then it's... And book two is massacre. And book three is extermination, right? Well, maybe it is. I think both book two and three are Istvan five, actually. That's crazy. It's yeah. So, yeah, so expect ten books. <laughs> <laughs> so comparing, we're safe. <laughs> but uh, how do you feel? Do you feel like oh, I can't wait to get there? I want to play the Siege of Terra, or do you, are you more like, oh fuck, when we get there, it's almost over? <gasps> or the thing is, like, I want the, the the story to move forward because it feels like we're in the Shadow War time right yeah. now in the game because yeah. like book seven was just a, a sidetrack thing because mm -hmm. that was before the this one massacre yeah so it feels like they're at the shadow war and they're just about to leave for terra yeah so like i want some fights based on the way to terra but then yeah like the siege is going to be epic mm -hmm. yeah exactly now they would need yeah it doesn't become as interesting. I mean, they're always good at just making up new stuff. Like, oh, by the way, remember where they attacked this planet? That was really cool. And these forces were there. And they're like, wow, that's so cool. But then again, it, I think the interest will die off unless you have these really big events happening. That's what people want. Uh, I mean, we will, so they, we will have Cygnus Prime. We will have Blood Angels. We will have Demons and Dark Angels. And mm -hmm. then... Do you expect there to be a book about white scars before Siege of Terra? Like some Chandax or something? No. Not Chandax. Or is it Chandax they're fighting over? Uh, yeah, just I think so. Or, but I don't think they orcs and white scars. I don't think they will release an entire book just for white scars. Like, especially no. because it's white scars. They're supposed to be, like, forgotten. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Maybe they'll do that. It's uh, kind of what makes them cool, though. Yeah, yeah, in a way. Uh, it's kind of cool that... I, I didn't know that they were one of the legions that were really in force on Terra. Yeah. I just always think about the Imperial Fists. Yeah. And the Bloodings got there, unlike the fucking Ultramarines. Yeah, but that's interesting. How does that work out? Because haven't, haven't the Ultramarines, the Dark Angels, and the Blood Angels left for Terra now? Apparently, only the bloodings get there in time. Huh. I will see. That will also be interesting. Are there, is, is that book out yet? The one called no. Ruin Storm or something? Right. Which, which is about the, those three Primarchs uh, le leaving? Oh, maybe it is. I don't know. 
That's the one where uh, Sanguinius ha- have these Goldilocks hair. <laughs> I do not know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Looks weird. Uh, anyway, anyway, we're excited for the Siege of Terra. Uh, yeah. And uh, so, w- yeah, w- what do we expect to see? What, what do we want to see by them? Do you have any... Plague Marines, <laughs> pretty much. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some uh, crazy... I mean, you would want some uh, Chaos Marines sort of for, for all Trader Legions, or... Do you think yeah. every Legion should get their like a specific unit or something or nah i think like world leaders are already insane insane yeah. killers yeah uh, and i don't know maybe the empress children we could get something they they could use something crazy like that yeah or at least have a demon primarchs uh would be cool yeah but uh, uh so okay so say plague marines would you would you like to have a new specific units, unit for a Death Guard? Or would you say like, oh, if you're playing the Siege of Terra, the Death Guard special rules are now this, and then everyone else. Yeah, Human maybe just have a right of war that makes them plague. Yeah, yeah. But I also saw, I think they already did that for, uh, for the World Eaters, that they have their Legion special rules, but if you're playing after Eastern 5 campaign, you can then update them, and everyone has rage suddenly. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> so they could also just say that, change the the basic rules for the entire uh, army. Yeah, I think a, a lot of a lot of changes can be can be made just with new rights of war. Yeah, just give each legion one or two more rights of war for the siege of Terra. Yeah, but that also limits. Then you can't take other rights. Uh, I would rather see updated legion rules. I think. Yeah, but what, what, why would you take another right of war? Or what, what do you mean? Like what right? Well, of war what if you? Well, uh, what if you want to play, say, a orbital assault right of war, or pride of the legion, or something like that? Yeah, that's true. So, more variety, more diversity. <laughs> This Maybe. this kind of ties into the list I have coming up. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, might as well do those now. Uh, yeah. So, like, uh, we're discussing how this would affect gameplay, mm-hmm. and if we would make lists based on Terra, like, mm-hmm. what kind of lists you would make. Mm-hmm. So we both decided to make a list for Terra. I would make a loyalist list, and Morten would make a trader list. Yeah. Which legion did you go for? Or did you go for a legion? Yeah, uh, I went for, in my opinion, the most iconic defenders of Terra. <gasps> the Imperial White Scars. <laughs> <laughs> Imperial Fist. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And so, I wanted something bloody to assault you, so I went for the World Eaters. Perfect. They were at the gates. <laughs> so yeah, I wanted to make it like a really defensive. Uh, so I went for the Castellan Force Organization. Ah, so what what does that mean? Tell me. It means it's basically a fortified list. So you have to take three compulsory troops, mm-hmm. and then you can only take t- 
two elites, one fast attack, and three heavy supports. Okay. And you also get to take four fortifications. Oh, instead of just one? Or yeah. what's the normal? Yeah, one. But you have to take at least one. Okay. Wow. Uh, but you can't... I, I don't think you can take right of wars when you take optional force organizations. Possibly. I'm not sure. It doesn't have a force org. Uh, yeah. Right of war. Yeah, okay. And it's 2,500 points, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So for my HQ choice, I yeah. got a, a, a chaplain uh -huh. with a solarite power gauntlet, and oh. armor, and boarding shield. <laughs> boarding shield. But it will be in a unit with boarding shield. So oh, okay. okay, that is cool. <laughs> uh, all right. So I also got two breacher squads. Mm -hmm. And their sergeants have got artificer armor and power fists, and squad's got Vexilla and two Meltigons. Nice. And, yeah. uh, and then as my third troop choice, I have a, an assault squad. It's like a counterattack unit. Oh, that's nice. Um, for my heavy support, I have an eight-man last cannon squad. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, damn. Uh, and also the both breacher squads have a, a, an apothecary or artificer armor. Okay. Uh, and as my fortifications, I have Primus Redoubt, which is pretty much a bunker with a twin turbo laser Ooh. and a void shield. Holy <laughs> So it fires like two, two large blasts, strength D. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> a, a massive gun. How does it look? Is there? A, is that the Forge World tile, or yes, is there? It is with the big mega gun. Yes. On it. Oh, whoa! Okay. So first, I was thinking like, take a bunker with some missile launchers, but uh, fuck it, let's let's go bigger, yeah. go home for they're, it. They're gonna have the biggest guns at yeah. Terra. <laughs> uh, and I also have a Wall of Martyrs, Martyrs Imperial Defense Network. Mm -hmm. So that's the, like, you know, the ridiculous trench system with dead piles of dead people. On yeah, it. it's built by the martyrs of <laughs> Imperial lives. So the it's got a bunker with an ammunition dump, an escape hatch, and a void shield, which okay. I will put the last cannon team in. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is a void shield. So it can take some beating. The ammunition dump, I think that gives them, like, Rerolls, re maybe something, yeah. something reroll, and yeah. an escape hatch. Which I think Eric used on you. Yeah, <laughs> you just pop up like twelve inches from the bunker or something. Yeah, it's so fucking crazy. If the bunker gets fucked, you can like escape into a nearby oh. ruin or something. Could you deploy your assault marines through that? Just suddenly they're out in the field. Yeah, maybe you could. I don't think you can assault out of it though, but still, <laughs> kind of a cool system. Uh, and then I got two barricades and a tank trap mm -hmm. and a defense line, which is like a, just a trench, which mm -hmm. I put one of the preacher squads in. And it also has a, a turret with a battle cannon and a turret with a quad Icarus last cannon, oh, which shit. is like a, an anti-air last cannon. Yeah. Do you have to have units controlling these or do they just fire as you want? 
I'm not sure. I think they're BS2. Okay. Like, I, I've never used defenses. And no. I haven't even looked in the book of defenses. So, this is just we need about to make a, we, Yeah, we need to make a separate, I think, uh, separate episode about fortifications and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but it sounds really cool. Or could, could the enemy take, take, like, control of those guns? Or I don't think so. No? So, so it's basically... <laughs> big ass gun and also the gun when you're standing and around it you have a four up in vulnerable save and a three up against barrages because of the void shield or yeah oh so uh, i was thinking of putting like the the assault squad there to hold them in reserve yeah until they need to assault somewhere or if someone tries to melt a bomb that gun or something yeah shit and then the like it a trench with some breachers and some breachers somewhere else, maybe in a ruin or something. Uh, and the bunker with last cannons. Hmm. Just put it where it has like a good field of view. It's so would you have like only 40 Marines or something? Yeah, pretty much. Whoa. Okay. There's a lot of points that goes into the fortifications. Yeah, the the turbo laser thing is six hundred and seventy. That's a lot. Damn. Well, yeah, I think actually I will only have forty five marines, so it's not that. Oh. Right. So, what's your list? Okay, I have world eaters coming with the orbital assault right of war because. Why yeah. not just bring down some drop pods at your in your face? <laughs> Let's God land damn. behind your walls. I didn't expect this. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought I thought this could be a cool list. Uh, I'm bringing a, a delegatus just to uh, get the yeah be able to bring the right of war. That's that's the HQ. Um, then because fucking world eaters are just so cool with their basic uh, tactical marines. I mean. I'm just bringing shitload of tactical marines with chain axes and power uh, or bolt pistols, and then with their updated legion rules, they have rage. They might be even more apeshit by that point, but I mean, still, that that's good enough for me. That's a crazy amount of attacks. Uh, so I think I might bring. So the first is the big squad of I thought twenty, but then I think I'll just bring it down to nineteen tactical marines and put the delegates with them. Uh, and put them in a Charybdis. Goddamn. 20 Marines spilling out of a Charybdis would just look so hot. <laughs> and all which Shadex is just, oh, where's the wall? Gonna cut through it. Uh, I also, I, yeah, I made this list so it en- ends up at 2,400 points. So I didn't bother giving like, oh, what special weapons do the sergeants and delegates have? I mean, I, I have 100 points to spare. So you can give melter bombs and stuff to to sergeants and, and such. Um, so that's the first, like a big Caribdis, uh, 20 tacticals or 19 with a Delegatus. Then two normal drop pods of 10 tacticals, because that's just 160 points without any upgrades, but still like yeah. per 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 pod with yeah. a tactical squad. And I mean for world leaders, I think that will be a scary thing. <laughs> You're just spamming pods <laughs> of that. So those are the troops. That's like three three pods with forty <laughs> tacticals, more or less. Uh, then I have a Cestus uh, assault ram with red butchers, five of them, just for flavor 
Uh, I think you could, uh, the, the limitations is you have to take stuff that can deep strike and the sisters ram has deep strike. I think that's legal. Uh, so just a question, why do you take that instead of a uh, dread core? I don't know. I just, for fluff reasons, I thought it would look cool to have a, a ram coming down and trying to <laughs> blowing up some fortifications. It should probably do better at blowing up fortifications. Uh, right? It, yeah. it has some pretty good melt uh, weapons or something. Yeah. Uh, large blast melter. The original idea was all, actually I I was just spawning. I was saying like, oh, can breachers take chain access? <laughs> because I thought ten breachers in that with I it would just look so cool with uh, world eaters breachers with shields and <laughs> chain access. Yeah, yeah, I think they can. No, but I, I don't think it's just something like if you if any marine that has options of a chain sword can take a chain axe, and I don't think. I think breachers have bolt pistols or close combat blades or something. It doesn't say chain swords. I was looking through it earlier, like, ah, oh, can't, can't they exchange something for that? Uh, but I don't think, think so. That. You think? Uh, I don't think I couldn't see that. But uh, I will. Would, uh... Yeah, it would just look amazing. <laughs> Imagine with those bunny ear helmets, also of veterans, like, oh. <laughs> um, so yeah, so, uh, uh, so that's the ram. Uh, then I wanted to have uh, some dreadnoughts in drop pods, right? And then I found out that for 705 points, you know what that gives you? Uh, that gives you a Cortus Contemptor Talon of three oh dreadnoughts in a drop pod each. <laughs> and I haven't, I don't know, I, I guess you could run them with. I haven't given them any upgrades either. You could give them just two close combat weapons or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have to deploy. It's like you can take a Talon. Each of them has to take a drop pod, a dreadnought drop pod for 100 points. Uh, and I guess they have, to, they have to deploy within coherency or something. So I guess you drop them down and then you have to. I don't think it says anything that you, have, that you get any. Like if they scatter away, you lose them or something. But essentially then then the talent turn into different squads anyway for different units yeah yeah when they're deployed so you have to try to deploy them within six inches of each other after that mm-hmm. they can just do whatever they want on their own <laughs> it just looks so cool to have three cortis dreads coming down together uh and then because they they can also get rage and all, all kinds of stuff so i thought they they would be pretty uh and actually if you for 500 points you could do the same no, wait, no, actually, that didn't... I looked at dread, uh, normal dreadnoughts <laughs> because the box dreadnoughts, it said that, oh, they can take uh, normal Legion drop pods for 35 points as dedicated transports hmm. or transport. But then I saw in this right of war, it specifically said that dreadnoughts have to take uh, dread claws or uh, dreadnought drop pods. So I think that's because it's too cheap to take... <laughs> <laughs> Fox uh, and to round it up, I thought, why not throw in uh, three Deathstorm drop pods as well? <laughs> Just And that's more of a reserve thing, because then you can always, like, oh, I want to have my units on quick. Yeah, that's true. How much are they? They were uh, 90 points each, so it's a bit expensive. I don't think they're that good. Uh, maybe you could always go for less or none of them. I just thought, if you have three of those... I don't know how it would work with the Talon. Do you, is the Talon considered as one unit then? Like those three drop pods, are they counted as one? 
when because with like you have to have half of the drop pods come on turn one right um, so i have the charybdis okay. two normal ones uh three death storm so that's three of three so you could just say that death storm in reserve and then all tactical squads on turn one uh because then you don't have to roll for reserves for, mm -hmm. for those but then again i think it's rounding up so if if the uh, contemptors count as one extra dread uh, drop pod because you have to deploy them together then that would be doesn't it say a like, number of drop pods though it might same. say yeah that might be true so you might have to take those three and one and say the charybdis turn one and then you have to roll for the tacticals and the death storms turn two or something yeah i, I don't know i don't know uh, that's my list <laughs> all right that's awesome like i want to see more orbital assault i haven't seen like anywhere no dramatic uh... fucking space marine list yeah, yeah, I th I've, I've faced uh, Space Wolf 1 at Lincoln this oh. year, uh, which was harsh, yeah, very harsh. Any regular drop pods? I think most, he did. Most I think people he, I think he mostly had normal ones, actually. And I thought that would be fun for this one, so I have both. I didn't bring any, any uh, Dread Claws, though, but you could do that as well. It's just, but it's fun to have like a one Charybdis. I just thought a Charybdis with 20 Marines. That would look so, oh, so yeah. beautiful That's in awesome. this scenario. And just, yeah. especially world eaters, just, oh, with chain access, just, oh, rush awesome, them. An awesome attack list. Yeah. So it felt like, but I guess that's because you have so much points in fortification. I just felt like, oh, I have so much more shit than you do. Yeah. Uh, but then again, maybe with your D weapon, that's the color. I'm going to need extra shit. Be tough. Like my last cannons, like if you bring down your curve, this on my yeah. last fuck it up. Yeah. I just fire two D blasts into your tacticals. Yeah, that would be, that would be harsh. Uh, I think, yeah. How many, did you have eight of them? Yes. And they would probably hit most of them yeah, with I some. They, I think they recall to it from ammo. Yeah, so, so you get counter since they're imperial fists. Oh, yeah, that's true. So if you get seven hits or something, and then it's armor 12, so you would need threes, threes, threes to glance, yeah. With re is tank counter two dice choose the highest? Uh, no, it's a reroll. It's a reroll, okay. So say that you get six hull points. Just and it has the Charybdis has five hold points, and you could jink for four up, uh, yeah. jink, right? So, I don't, I'm not sure if they could bring it down, they could mm -hmm. probably, but I don't, I don't think it's will be easy. Uh, but then again, with the combined firepower, you probably could do that. And then, if you use the D blast, <laughs> that would be really bad. How do you even deploy 20 tacticals from a Charybdis? You just put them in a pile underneath, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, ask Linus, uh, like me. Yeah, yeah. Curve this with. Yeah, I don't. Then you play like eighteen tacticals and anger. Oh shit, that's sweet. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I'm not gonna be able to do this list, but we're we'll get some people to play this game for us. I think, <laughs> yeah. like Hampus or someone can bring his Imperial fists, and <laughs> Linus can bring his uh, World Eaters. Yeah, <laughs> I think it would be interesting game. The uh, Fellblade turret. Said that it's can 
Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, I think it would be a, an interesting game. Uh, I I just feel like it, I feel like my list has a like an uh, advantage. I don't know why. It just feels like that. It's because I don't know about fortifications how good they will be. But yeah, uh, thing, like the thing about your list is that you're only gonna half of your stuff on the table. Yeah, yeah, that's a big problem. Uh, and the death storms will probably not do much, right? They're just gonna <laughs> shoot stuff. Yeah, uh, maybe better to skip those and just take. You could take one more tactical squad. Yeah, in a pod, and something else, really maybe. Cool. Yeah, and maybe some lightning or siphon or some other flyer could work. Rampagers in a dreadclaw or something. <laughs> wow, that would be cool. Yeah, something like that. Uh, and also, it would be difficult to get you out. You would have to use meltalops, I guess. All these, uh, but imagine all, all those chain axes just assaulting your barricades, yeah. and you have your breachers standing there, like, oh, give them not... nothing, but take <laughs> from them everything. <laughs> I was love playing as world leaders. Always yeah. Fucking... <laughs> They have a simple plan. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they're going to advance. Yeah, but like, if the Siege of Terror is going to be in like two years, then probably I will get a, like a, a Legion to play there. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, that's a valid point. What, okay, yeah, so what would you do in that case? Would you be on the Trader or the Loyalist? Uh, if it's in two years, mm. I'll, I'll decide when, when it happens. <laughs> okay. I I don't need to decide, but okay. Yeah. Given given what we said before, about the legions that were there, uh, if you were a loyalist, which one would you pick in that case? Yeah, I would probably play loyalist, but I have no idea which one I would pick. Cause, like I've been yeah. thinking about all three of them. Yeah, uh, white scars is really cool, but they're like the counterattack army, so they don't. They're not really massive defensive team. Mm -hmm. uh, Imperial fists are really cool. Mm -hmm. fists, but also bloodings are kick-ass. Yeah, so they're sweet. We'll and then some Sisters of Silence and, and something else as an ally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's difficult to choose. That's a... Uh, uh, I don't know. I think I would like to be on the trader side when it happens. Because then I can play some Ultramarines now in between and try some Loyalists. And then when that happens, I'm just going to go full Trader again. <laughs> maybe make some rapey Empress Children guys. Yeah, maybe you can do something new with Empress Children. By yeah, yeah. Just paint them pink. <laughs> <laughs> Next level. <laughs> oh, man. Now you get me excited for Siege of Terra? Yeah. We're just going to have to savor... Uh, heresy as it is until then every moment of heresy can be nice <laughs> uh, so what else do we have anything more to say about Siege of Terror I don't know No, I think I've uh, unleashed my feelings <laughs> <laughs> but it was nice it was a good talk man good talk yeah. hopefully yeah. we inspired some people yeah I'm actually looking forward to it it's gonna be yeah. cool it's a cool theme Oh, imagine the terrain we could make for that. Yes. Just have that. Uh, and even like running that campaign, would you have like the outer walls that would be really high and then some kind of, I don't know, 
Storm Mortalis, maybe, or just a palace area where you could fight him. Oh, maybe oh. by then we should try and have themed armies so we can play the scenarios in the book. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. And I also like what the Iron Horse are talking about, like going back into the to book one even and, and play yeah. Istvan campaigns. So, I mean, you and I, we could play some Istvan five, yeah, the actual missions. That would be even, cool. Even Istvan three as well. Like I got yeah. some worse down. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I, that would be really nice. I mean, how many missions do they have for the, say you play six for a campaign or something? Or do yeah. they have six specific missions or they have some legendary ones and stuff? Yeah. I think it's usually six or something for a campaign. Uh, and you could escalate the points or something. I, I think that would be, would be an awesome idea. Let's do it. Stuart. <laughs> we only see each other at events. So. Yeah. But the, yeah, that's, that's the problem. Like, uh, Freddy doesn't look uh, at the moment. So let's display the, the mission from this campaign. <laughs> ah, no, we'll, we'll, we'll set something up. We could do it as a thing in Huevde. Uh, yeah. So I uh, want to take a short break and talk a bit about how fucking broke we, we are because of heresy. <laughs> money. All Three right. easy steps to get a lot of money. Cash, cash, cash. I can't believe it. I was making no money and then I did this and suddenly I can afford resin. <laughs> it's pretty much the opposite with 30k. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how to lose money. All right. We'll be back after this.
So, you, uh, our dear listeners, have you felt like, oh, how can I afford this heresy? It looks so cool, but it's so expensive. Uh, <laughs> this is some easy steps to uh, afford your army. <laughs> uh, sell no, your it's... house. Sell your <laughs> car. <laughs> so, poor, what do you say? Like, put your wedding ring in the pawn shop. <laughs> Don't tell my wife, but I'm wearing this uh, ring, you know, where you get from the candy store, this like five kroner ring. <laughs> just, uh, no, but I just thought, I, I was just thinking like, if we could have a, a small segment about the economy of uh, heresy. Uh, because initially when I was starting, I remember that I was playing 40k and at least here it's, I mean... The Games Workshop Bresson is a lot more, uh, a lot cheaper than uh, Forge World Bresson, more or less. Games Workshop Plastic is cheaper. I know that in Australia there's a different story, but uh, I think for the most, the majority of the world, uh, Games Workshop or 40k armies are much cheaper than 30k armies, right? Yeah. Uh, and I remember this was one of the things I was like, nah, I'm not going to get into 30k. It seems, I mean, it's it, it looks beautiful, but nah. I can't really, no, I don't know. it's very expensive and stuff. But then I, I, I would definitely say, I mean, times have changed now. And I don't think there really is an excuse anymore. If, if you're like, oh, I, don't want, I don't know if I can afford going into 30K, especially from the two plastic boxes, right? That they both, yeah. uh, Betrayal of Calf and Battle of Prospero. Sure. Prospero and Calf. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those two boxes changed it completely, and now, I mean, you could buy. I mean, they're and they're even good priced because they're actually a discount. So you could buy any of those, and you would have a decent playable army, right? Pretty yeah. quickly, and there was even you could even make it competitive if you were, say, play Raven Guard or Alpha Legion, because it's mostly infantry in those boxes. But if you have a legion that is mainly infantry and maybe has infiltrate. Maybe you can run a recon company. Maybe you can make it part of the, the Legion and have tactical marines with combi weapons and all kinds of stuff. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and also tying into what we talked about before, uh, buy some Games Workshop uh, normal drop pods, right? Make an yep. orbital assault list because they are not that expensive, the normal dread, uh, drop pod. Um, so there's no excuse. There's no excuse anymore. Uh, Pride of the Legion would be easy when you have uh, those Terminators. Terminators and tactical uh, veteran squads would also be viable, I think. Yeah. Um, because it could also, I mean, another good thing is that there's a lot of these escalation type events where you, every year you actually start over at 1,500 points or something to allow new players to get in. So it's not just like, oh, sorry, we're up at 6,000 points now <laughs> uh, because everyone has uh, two super heavies or I don't know. Um, but um, as you said, it's really, it's really easy to get started, but especially if you play like more infantry-based armies. Yeah, yeah. That's... But, but like a, a Cal's box for me, if my Iron Hands was just enough to... To have like all the infantry I need for my entire, yeah. Then I can just focus on tanks. Yeah, and and the Games Workshop Land Raider is yeah n not that expensive. I mean, it's still pretty expensive, of course, for a Games Workshop kit, not compared to some of the Forge World stuff. Yeah. Uh, 
So you could you could do land raiders. You have the rhino, which is pretty cheap. Uh, are there any other vehicles? Not from forty k. Predator. Oh yeah, the predator. Uh, uh, the vindicator. World. Yeah, the vindicator. Oh shit, you're right. So it's, all you... the all the old school space marine vehicles. Yeah. So you what? Not the the new hover tank thing. Super heavy hover tank. Fuck that hover tank. I want to run my Primaris uh, Marines. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I know. You could also, I, I, I know there are some of these uh, hardcore plastic fans out there that just refuse to use resin. Um, maybe not as a, because of the, the cost, but more just like, oh, they like converting plastic more. Um, yeah. And th I would say, yeah, that's a challenge. If you could make it really good, then I, I guess that would be okay at events and stuff starting to become a bit opposite like i'm i don't really like the crisp of plastic anymore yeah. no because they're like you know my exchange like the plastic parts of my iron hands army to resin inventory oh oh yeah because like my gorgons and my medusir moros so much good looking than <laughs> anything i have in plastic yeah it's true there's more detail in the resin yeah uh, and also i have some of the old like my Tactical squad for Empress Children. I have some of those Mark IV with very skinny legs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Never skip leg day. They look so very different from the new uh, plastic Mark IVs. Um, yeah, I think the the plastic Mark IVs are really good, actually. Yeah, but I said this before. I think the the resin Mark III is way better than plastic Mark III. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's probably true. Um, but but. Um, there, I, I would be more, I mean, I would set the, the bar pretty high if you're like, if you want to use another 40K or, well, yeah, plastic thing as, well, as a proxy or count as. Say, for example, that you wanted to make Medusa Immortals and you don't want to buy the Forge World models. How would you convert that? Do you think you could do that decently? Uh, so you have the, the, the shields. Shields are difficult. You could use. You could probably use the Mark Plastic Mark Three as a base, yeah. would you say? And then you would have to get some cool shields, maybe from Fantasy. Like Bretonians have some pretty big slab shields you could maybe use. Yeah. And then with some kind of Mechanicum uh, gadgets, make this, them look a bit more robot-like. This example is totally fucked up because. <laughs> Like, no one would want to convert Venus and Immortals. <laughs> they're su such a shit unit, but the models are so hot. So that's, like, it's the total opposite. People want them for the models, but they don't want to use their rules. I'm sorry, though. Maybe that was a bad example. <laughs> but regular breachers, totally, you yeah. could convert them. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I would, personally, I would, I would think that that requires quite some experience or I mean you would have to do a good job for people you to be could, like you could convert Phoenix Terminators different helmets yeah spears from like elf spears or something yeah yeah definitely I mean oh, shit I've used dark elf stuff so I, I should be I should maybe think about what I'm saying fuck <laughs> my breachers have these sanguinary wings uh, sanguinary guard wings as shields 
Yeah. That doesn't look. I mean, it doesn't look very good actually. <laughs> or I mean, it it works, I think. But uh, maybe maybe some people are like, oh, what the fuck is that guy doing? That looks. Oh, why don't you just buy the real real deal? I'm sorry, all right. So what you think every time you use them? No, I didn't. I I no. I I usually no. I, I'm I'm pretty happy with them. But I just I realized now what am I sitting? What am I saying? Uh, <laughs> Let he who is without sin throw the first stone. <laughs> um, anywho, anywho. Uh, but I, I always like looking at these heresy forums whenever there's a topic like, hmm, I was thinking about maybe using this. Uh, there are some kits I wondered if you would be okay of me using in, in 30k. For example, this 40k storm raven dropship or something that could probably be just played as a storm eagle right or <laughs> these <laughs> ugly ass just no what the fuck are you talking about no way <laughs> i love i love how the community just directly there's just so much hate to come in it. no fucking way buy the real stuff that would look terrible or uh, yeah. i mean they're i would say they're fair usually but yeah it kind of makes me pri- proud yeah like yeah the- People just say no instantly instead of <laughs> trying to be nice for yeah. no reason. But I mean, like oh. stuff that you can use, then they're, yeah, sure, you can use that. But this thing doesn't make sense, so don't use it. Yeah, no, I like that. I mean, if you want to use uh, the whirlwinds and predators, I mean, you, sh- you should. Um, some might think that, that the 40k ones, uh, the Forge World ones look better than ones with the rounded tur- uh, turrets and stuff but i mean it's just different different marks sort of different variants from different forge worlds so i i don't see a problem there like a lot of the time when people ask like oh can you use that thing and then i say that like yeah like i wouldn't use it but you can use yeah. it if you want. yeah or or people would say i mean you would have to ask the event organizer or your opponent if they are okay with it also uh but I, I agree with what you said. Like, that, but it's not uh, well, like, I wouldn't do it. But sure, do whatever you want. <laughs> it's it's like, not like you're gonna ask your opponent, and they're like, "No, you can't use it against me. It's not aesthetically satisfying to me." Yeah. No, I think we should start doing that. <laughs> it's not well painted enough. I'm not gonna play that. <laughs> oh, shit. You gotta think like. You gotta kind of keep a high standard because. Mm-hmm. If you lower your guard, things will go south. You're kind of spoiled. It's like if you don't put down time on your stuff, mm-hmm. you're kind of spoiling the experience for the other person that's put a lot of like a thought and time behind. This yeah, thing. yeah, for sure. Like I'm not trying to scare away people. That it doesn't matter if you paint well or not. Just that like you, because I mean, here's it is different from K in that that like each army has a theme and story and yeah. uh, like it tries to stick to this made up history yeah like in 40k you can do whatever fuck you want and <laughs> nothing cares about it and that's fine i mean that's you, you can do whatever you want and you have the freedom to do like crazy units but that's that's 40k this is this is an historical war game where you have to follow some rules mm. so like that's the most important thing when you're dealing with plastic as well with 40k units yeah does it fit can i explain this with like a, an accurate history 
Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you you can usually tell if someone has a burning passion for their army or they they thought about some fluff or yeah, as you said, even if they're not the best painters, you can still see if they put down some love into their uh, their army. Yeah. Um, and some thought behind it, uh, as opposed to just oh, I just want to play and win events, maybe or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, which I, I don't. I don't feel like we have a lot of uh, in thirty eight, which is very nice. I'm happy for that. Yeah. Uh, but um, and then there might be some people who really love making conversions and and f- feel like that's the big. Um, thrill they have like could i make this unit out of just plastic and not resin and i i have respect for that if they when things actually look cool and they make it from something else yeah uh, but then again then it, it better fucking look cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's um, the thing it's such a hit and miss with conversions it's like either yeah. like oh is that what it's supposed to be or like oh my god that totally blew my mind it's the coolest conversion i've ever seen yeah that's, yeah there's no real middle ground between no. I just took this uh, pepper or paprika fruit or like vegetable and just stick uh, five, uh, I don't know, sticks into it and then you have a dread claw. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, um, just put a drop pod upside down and that's a dread claw. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so uh, if we look into the darker sides, we have to at least mention dark side because uh uh there is of course the option of uh buying other kinds of plastic <laughs> specifically uh maybe from the far east <laughs> i'm not gonna mention any countries i'm not gonna promote it but i think we still need to discuss this uh right. basically right. yeah when someone pirates the molds of forge world more or less right yeah uh, and you can you can buy it uh and that's i mean if 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 money is a problem, I I would say they usually there is a significant discount there, don't you think? At least as far as I've heard, uh, I've I've bought I, once I've bought uh, China resin. <laughs> I'm gonna I gonna admit it. Now Fortwood is gonna hunt me down, take me off the site. I'm not gonna be event, invited to events. Uh, that was actually before I started playing 30k, and I was like, oh, I don't wanna. I don't want to put money into that. And then I just ordered uh, a command squad, like the Mark IV command squad, you know, with a banner guy and a, a normal guy. Uh, and, and I started painting them, and I was like, oh, shit, they, these are so... I mean, they were uh, they were a bit wonky. Like, the plastic was a bit thin, some parts, especially for the banner and stuff. But then again, I mean, that, that's, that could be something that people argue, like, oh, well, are they as good as Forge World? Um, but then again, I mean, Forge World are not always perfect uh, with their resin. Uh, Games Workshop with their sh- Citadel shit costs. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they, they really have nothing to say in that. <laughs> so, and I, I mean, I've, I've heard people who have ordered uh, these uh, pirated costs, and they, they are just as good as Forge World. Not to say that you should do that. I, I can't, I'm not going to promote this here. I'm just saying that they could sometimes be half the price or something. So, I mean, it's like having this, you know, the angel on your shoulder, devil on your shoulder or something, like whispering, ah, you should totally do this. Or uh, I, I think it's 
I think it's pretty common, actually, or more common than we might think. And then when it's on the table, I mean, how can you notice if it's painted? Usually, at least. Um, it's just like pirating stuff digitally. Like, yeah, someone yeah. always loses from it. But yeah. it also kind of like, I think the important thing is that you should always try and support Forgeworld. Yeah. But like, if that helps you on the way to buying more Forgeworld things, mm-hmm. then they still like earn money from it. Like, yeah. compared to if you wouldn't have enough money to buy anything from her. Yeah, it's a balance. I mean, of course, the the total, like the big, <laughs> what do you say? The, the extreme in this case would be if no one continues buying from Fortwell and they would, I mean, lose money and be, have to stop producing like the, the, oh, the no Horus Heresy series. No one's buying 30k anymore, apparently. So yeah. stop it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that would be the the worst thing that could happen because of this, because of not supporting them. Uh, the only I, I I could like if I when I consider buying something like that, a pirated plastic, it would only be for something like for super heavies or something like that. I, I've been thinking about, you know, oh, I don't know. It would be fun to have some big knight or some glaive, but I just feel like, no. Nah, I'm not going to put money into that because it's so much money. I'd rather buy something else from Forge World. Um, but that, and that's where it's like, oh, you could get it for half price from, from some other pirated thing. And so I would be able to play with something that I would just never buy otherwise. Uh, but it's, uh, it's difficult. It's, I mean, other, maybe I would buy it from Forge World. It would just take more time for me to feel like I, I've, could afford it or something <sighs> it's a yeah it's all about your conscience conscience <laughs> um I, I i felt that we needed to address it at least um, yeah we're, i'm not like a thing that's present but not spoken about a lot. yeah yeah exactly i'm not gonna promote it uh but i mean i i can also understand why you would do it to be I mean, because it is an expensive hobby. On the other third hand, I mean, uh, if you have a job and you get a decent salary, then buying one thing from Fortwell a month isn't really that big of a deal anymore. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Uh, I still have to. I mean, I'm not that. I don't make that much money that I, I just buy whatever I want. I have to consider. I, I'm like, uh, no, not, not this month or, you know. Because it is expensive. It's an expensive uh, hobby, but uh, that ma- that also makes it all the more fun when you can when you feel like okay, now I'm gonna buy this. And like, yeah, fuck yeah, I've got it. this is yeah. this is awesome. <laughs> and like most of the time, Fortwell does keep a very high standard. Yeah, definitely. I just got these Justerians in front of me, and they're such a good cast. Yeah. So yeah, the only thing I've heard from Fortwell is uh, with some of the bigger vehicles putting stuff together can be a bit wonky. But I mean, then again, they're actually remaking some of the sets, right? To make it yeah. better. Yeah. Um, maybe they did that with the Arvis because it came back. I don't know if it, yeah. it was a problem or not, but uh, um, that's the only... Have old molds, like the Arvis has been around forever. So like the Morty... Oh, uh, yeah. The... They have to make a new one out. Yeah. Maybe they also make it in, in like CAD now. 
Don't, yeah. Haven't they started yeah. making all models in like computer based or something? Maybe they do. I think I heard that. But then again, yeah. So, and I mean, if the Forge World mold is bad, it's not going to help buying it from a pirated company, right? <laughs> they're pirated the same mold. So that's, that's not an excuse. <laughs> oh, anyway. Anyway. Um, do you have any other uh, suggestions for, for how, to, how to afford an army? Sell your body. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> your body is not worth anything. You need that knight. You just take it. It's a dirty thing. You take it, but you think about that warhound all the time. That's what will get you through this. Think and about never... another double D. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> we'll never speak of it again. Just take it for <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I, one thing I, I feel I could be better is, uh, I mean, buying um, uh, used stuff, right? Retail. Yep. That's a, that's a whole thing I haven't discussed. I've been really bad at this, but I know that there's a pretty good market for it, right? I mean, you could get stuff pretty cheap. Yeah. Uh, second, really, second hand. Like now, theirs has been going on for a while, so maybe people are like getting tired of the, their army that they have now, and they haven't built anything new for a while. So Yeah. And they don't want to have like a bunch of armies standing around. So Yeah. Probably people are selling stuff right now. Yeah, and then that could go for really low sometimes, especially if someone's just like, "Fuck it, I'm not gonna play anymore." <laughs> yeah. But then on the, yeah, uh, if you flip the coin, you could also see like, maybe you can sponsor your uh, your own hobby by selling stuff that you no longer use. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty bad at this. I'm a bit of a hoarder, <laughs> <laughs> and my wife is like, well, "If you're gonna get a new army, better get rid of an old army." <laughs> <laughs> on the other boys uh, but I mean if I I know about the, I have unfinished projects that you know lie around that I could either sell or finish before I buy something new that's a that's a way of saving money definitely <laughs> like paint the shit you have uh, and use it uh. or you go to these uh, high end uh, events that we we play you try to win Get the prices. Or you try to lose. Get yeah. Nice. Fuck yeah. Selling them on eBay. No, <laughs> just kidding, Freddy. I would never do that. <laughs> they're they're standing above my painting station like two guardians, just or sentinels, like they're guarding my airbrush. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm a bit scared of airbrushing because yeah. I think I think I saw one of them move, like the chainsword, just a little when I was going for it. I mean, if that chainsword starts, it's a D weapon. Like it's gonna cut off my finger. Scary nights. <laughs> it's like Toy Story. What if Toy Story had Warhammer figurines in it? Holy fuck. Because it already has those like plastic uh, toy soldiers, right? Yeah, those yeah. Green ones. There, what, if, what if Andy was... Yeah, but, but have you seen that the movie? I think it's called uh, Toy Soldiers or Little Soldiers or something. Oh, yeah, with the, when the, the good guys and the, the bad guys are like Marines. Yeah, and they make weapons out of like lawnmowers and stuff. Yeah, such an awesome movie. That's a fucking good movie. Oh <laughs> yeah, holy shit! Yeah, they're, yeah, they're really fucking scary. <laughs> <laughs> Build these awesome weapons and go around and shoot stuff. 
And the good guys are some kind of monsters that are really just, oh, I'm too scared. <laughs> Shit, yeah. That's a good movie. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I think that's all I had to say about uh, about this. Yeah, so pretty much it. What we got? This yeah, Sh- shave your beard, get a job, sell your body, get a for- get a Forge World <laughs> army, preferably. <laughs> uh, we've been talking about about maybe doing some more episodes in Swedish as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe people will see a bit more of that in the future. Yeah. I was a bit skeptical at first. I thought, what about our two uh, English-speaking uh, listeners, Tim and uh, uh, Akimi? Uh, <laughs> but then we would do something like every other episode would be in English still. So, yeah. which isn't too bad. And then we could have the Swedish ones more locally, like, yeah, invite some, some Swedes, talk about the Swedish scene a bit. Uh, yeah i mean it's uh of course that in one way because of it doesn't reach out to as many people maybe but maybe then it because there are so many podcasts about 30k maybe we could actually compete a bit then by having some more listeners in sweden yeah we'll see we'll see but uh yeah maybe next episode will be in, in swedish again Yep. Or maybe it will be in German because we had some good response from our German listeners. They talked, I thought I had a very good German accent. Yeah. <laughs> we should just do Heresy Around the World. Use our uh, very good uh, linguistic powers. I was today, when I was working today, I was listening to Sasquatch Chronicles about Sasquatch language. So maybe we could have one in Squatch Talk. We'll have one in, in Klingon. In Kling- uh, oh, do you speak Klingon? No. Uh, me neither. Uh, before we finish this episode, I just want to yep. shout out. Freddie told me as well that he's just totally blown away by all the support for the raffle. Oh, yeah. What did they... Did they? I mean, they totally broke the uh, the set goal. At least they they passed that easily, right? Yeah. They um, did. For the night raffle, the night house raffle, and I know that they're planning some even crazier shit for next year. Which yeah, is like... I heard rumors of Titan maniples. <laughs> well, we shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. If that's the case. Oh my god! It's rumors. It's rumors. <laughs> No, but uh, yeah, I'm really happy that he's that he is happy, and that the community is so supportive of of good stuff like that. Uh, it's pretty. Keep up the good work, guys. Good damn it! <laughs> I should just do this totally shady, like uh, Nila City thing, where I have my own. <laughs> oh, it's a raffle for. Poor biologist. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> where do the money go? Oh yeah, they to this. Uh, yeah, they build like uh, they make clean water in Africa or something. They just send the money to this address and they're like, next event. Why? Whoa, you have you suddenly have an, a night house of your own. How how did you afford that, Morton? Uh, coat. Yeah, <laughs> this fucking bling bling. I'm gonna get a cane with a big diamond on the top. Just go around like a pimp. 
point at people's armies like, mm, <laughs> I see you still use normal plastic. Prospero box. Can't afford fucking resin. You peasant. I'm not going to play you. <laughs> How does he get... Where does he get all that money? <laughs> I don't know. And he's also such a good guy. I heard he does a lot for charity. <laughs> this is about me. This is nothing about Freddy. I hope no one like, thinks... Because Freddy actually does this for real i'm not gonna try i'm not spreading some false rumor about freddy this is just i'm i freddy is a good person but i'm a bad person and i would do bad things if i got that power so <laughs> don't don't trust my charity event damn now we can never start a charity Fuck. <laughs> oh for the poor yeah by bionics for Iron Hand veterans of war. That's a good raffle, right? <laughs> These poor Marines lost their arms and now they can become machines if you just pay us a mere fifty dollars. Uh you could give a bionic arm. <laughs> oh, but that would be cool. Like bionic arms for amputees in Africa. In space. <laughs> in, in space. No, but it's like uh, we don't give them clean water, but we we give them cool stuff. It's like you, we give them bionic weapons, uh, bionic legs and arms and stuff. Uh, cyber clean eyes. Water when you have cyber lens. Yeah, we we'll give them some. I don't know, space marine trachea or something, so you could drink any water and you won't get poisoned. <laughs> probably not the trachea that does that. <laughs> All right, this is derailing. <laughs> I should know better biology than that. Oh, what helps against poison? I guess it's the tongue, because the tongue gets in contact with its first. Obviously. Uh, uh, yes. Do we have anything to shout out before we end this show? Uh, events coming up in Sweden is BSK. And Avarii. And Avarii. Avarii is a bit later, right? It's in yeah, December. 16th of December. Okay. And BSK in... 4th of November or something or yeah I think beginning so. of beginning of November at least uh, and you're going to be SK yes so we have one representative that's always good it's good stuff what's your excuse it's right uh, next to Gothenburg yeah it is okay I can't remember I think I have friends visiting that weekend but in the beginning in the beginning, I think it was also like, oh, well, I'm, I, I've just been to Scandis, or well, more or less, and then uh, your event in Kravde. So, uh, I, yeah, for, for family reasons, I don't think I should go to for a while. Yeah, that's the, that's the married life for you. But anyway, I think, I think it's going to be cool. There's a lot of cool dudes going to BSK, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Except for the guys hosting it, they're they're cool. I I mean, Freddy is coming, and some and Stockholm guys. Ryan is coming. Holy fuck! Are uh, uh, Jen? Is Jens maybe coming? I don't know. Uh, I guess Orlinus is a bit far, but uh... Uh, one of the Oscars from Scorn is coming. Oh, nice! What, the militia guy or the guy we had on the show? The guy we had on the show. Vikdal. Uh, yes. And he challenged me to a Land Raider Proteus off because apparently he's playing Militia and he has three Land Raider oh. Proteuses. Whoa. Can they even take that? 
Yeah. Yeah, Survivors of the Dark Age. Holy fuck. I think I've seen some of his battle reports on uh, 30k Sweden where he's been yeah. playing. Because he puts up in this like condition and I thought, oh wait, he was playing world word bearers and then he was playing custodies and he has a mechanical army. So surely that's not it's and not he has everything. space wolves. Is he playing militia? <laughs> <laughs> oh but that's cool. That's nice. Gotta make that happen. <laughs> Crush him in a tank battle. Show him who's the Proteus boss. Apparently everyone wants to play me. Oh. Well, because they want an easy win. We <laughs> <laughs> said that, like, people want easy wins, but what they don't know is that on the web, I roll like a god. Mm-mm. Yeah, BSK is your it's almost home turf, so you have luck, extra luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's hope. Yeah, yeah. So that's coming up, and uh, we'll probably have some uh, episode, at least one episode up before that. Yeah, I think. I think. Definitely will. Yeah. So, thank you everyone for listening. And as per usual, remember out of all the Primarchs, there's one that's a bit better than everyone else because Fulgrim both gives head and takes head. So, don't lose your head. (laughs) 